Views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile. In the next hour, Dr. Pat showcases some of the world's most influential people in the fields of health, wellness, and human potential. Get ready to live life full out. Here's your host, Dr. Pat Basile. Hey, everybody. I want to welcome you. I want to welcome you to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. And, you know, I just want to say to all, uh, all of you guys out there, listen, one of the things I love about what I do is I live in the moment of surprise. And what I mean by that is, for those of you that listened to my show the other day, one of the things you're going to find out is that, or one of the things you did find out, is that every day we wake up and there's something new that presents an opportunity right there in front of us. It shows up. Now, for most of my life, I'm going to tell you, I have not really been awake to see a whole lot of that going on. But as I've sort of moved on and have said yes to so many things and said yes to all of you, I've become so clear about these moments of gratitude. Today is one of those moments. And I am so thrilled, so thrilled to have somebody joining us here today um, whose journey is so prophetic in so many ways for all of us out there that think you are stopped by a hurdle. You think you are stopped by a love relationship that didn't happen. You think you are stopped by that job you thought you were going to have for the rest of your life. Or you think you're stopped by that health, that condition that's holding you back. Today's show is for you. All of you out there that have said yes to continuing the courageous journey in your life and then helping others along the way. That's what today's show is about with my very special guest, Lisa Gibbons, joining me here today. I read her book now twice. The book is called Take Two, Your Guide to Creating uh, Happy Endings and New Beginnings. Now, I've read a lot of books. As a matter of fact, this is going on my 7,000th show And I've read a lot of books. And one of the things that I love, I love when you hear raw, unedited, in so many ways, stories about a journey that not only demonstrates what success means in the outside world, but what beauty means on the inside. And that's who my guest today is. For those of you that are not familiar with her work um, or her journey, I'll tell you, she is one of, you know, most, most of us, we love who she is. We've been part of, of coming into her life to see her out there in the public. You know, we've listened to what she's had to say, whether it's her talk show, whether it's been on ET, whether it's been syndicated television magazines, it doesn't matter. We know Lisa for something very special. Energetically, all of us have been able to know that she is a shining light. You know, each of us is called to shine. And her book, her vision, her mission is a demonstration of that. Lisa, it's so great to have you on the show. Thank you so much for joining me here today. I am thrilled to be I'm really excited about sharing this time with you and with your audience. 
because I know that you're 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 all about truth seeking. You're all about people who are about trying and getting up again and trying harder and caring and caring some more. And I just I honor your path and your work. So thank you. This is exciting for me. It is exciting for me. Um, you know, it's funny that here we are, and let's talk about the journey for a little bit before we get into some of the details of the book. You, you know, but here we are, you and I having a conversation, and my my uncle, my 93-year-old uncle, said to me one day, in a half Italian, half cussing, I don't even know half of what he said, you know? You know how those, you know how those, and he said to me, Patricia, he's the only one in my family that calls me Patricia, he said, Patricia, Make sure you never give up that message that you give. He said, I don't even know about half of these weird people you interview, but make sure you never give up. And I want to ask you, what was it that inspired you to make sure that you would never give up with your message? Well, all, you know, all, all of it leads back really to my mom. Uh, she's my, my true north and my, my compass for making my mess, my message, as Robin Roberts says, who's one of my real pace setter women. Um, you know, I think we all want our lives to matter. And I look at my mother's life story that was rewritten by her Alzheimer's disease, and that kept the fire burning in me to say, what if you know, your life is this collection of memories, and that's how, that's the frame, the window through which we see the world. But what happens when you don't know who you are? What does that mean about your life story? And it all got jumbled up for me, and I started asking all those, you know, existential questions, you know, as you did when you talked about in your own journey, when you're kind of standing there emotionally naked in front of the mirror. <laughs> Right? And, um, you know, and you had your kind of breakdown, breakthrough moment, and, and so did I. And, you know, I, the thing that, that keeps propelling me forward is just that, that, you know, um, whatever was behind me, I'm not going back there again. I'm just going to pick up all of those lessons and, and carry those with me, but I'm not going back there. So, so I want to take whatever it is that I'm supposed to from that part of the journey and um, I, I just keep hearing, you know, the word that I keep hearing from me is just forward, 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 forward. And you know what, Pat, I don't even know what I'm supposed to do with that word, but it is the thing that <laughs> it's just the one that keeps whispering. It's like if I have a spirit guide, I don't know. If I have, I don't know. But I've just learned to trust that that's my word. <laughs> That's my word. <laughs> I love what you're talking about because you and I have that in common. I, I, I literally, I, I am such a, and, and I think you understand this, I am really an anomaly to all of my coaches because, you know, I wake up every day and I ask my God, my higher power, whatever that is, one question. And this is what I ask. You know, please tell me what is mine to do today. And for the past year, I get one word. And the answer is more. You're to do more. <laughs> and I'm like, you have got to be bleeping kidding me. Um, but I love what you're saying about this. One of the things I read about your mom was that you first learned about courage from watching your mother care for her own mother. And I was so touched by that uh, because we really get to see the soul when another person opens their hearts from such an unconditional place of love, is is that one of the things you learned from your mom in that moment? 
it's love and it's also, you know, we we hold the mirror for each other through life, you know, and I talk in Take Two about uh, the places along the way where we lose our footing and we forget the steps to our dance because we can't hear the music. And there's a lot of reasons for it. And when someone we love gets sick, um, especially from a disease as cruel as a, a memory-robbing illness like Alzheimer's, and, and they, they literally disappear and become you know, seemingly someone else, um, you, you can't hear anything. You go emotionally numb for a while. And so there's, there's, your love has to become greater than your fear or else you get swept away by the tsunami of pain. And there is tremendous fear because the mirror is, oh my God, you know, um, you know, it's my mother, myself. It's all of those things about what if I'm not enough to be there for this person? Um, what if my love can't break through? My love doesn't make enough of a difference. I can't make her feel better. I can't change it. All those things that we want desperately to do, uh, you know, we, we can't get any feedback. In fact, this person, as they journey forward in the disease, may start being combative and calling us names, and the relationship may, on the outside, seem to be devolving. And that makes us feel, you know, like what we're doing uh, it, it's even harder to find that courage and find that love, and we want to give in to the fear. So that is really where you see someone ground into, um, you know, that that courageous part of their higher selves of recognizing, you know, that this is, you really have to find the soul and the connection, the heart connection. I would look at my mother, go to visit her mother, and later, when I would go to visit mine, um, and and realize that we are, for, for me, I would have to be comfortable in silence, which was really hard for someone who's a gabber and a storyteller and yak, 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 fill the space, fill that silent air. You know, dead time on the radio is not good, is it, Pat? No, my gosh, no. <laughs> right? I, I, yeah, I've had a little bit of that. <laughs> so I had to learn um, all those lessons of, you know, holding her hand and brushing her hair and being with her in silence and finding what what was speaking to me there. And, um, yeah, it was really, a, wow, just learning to let go, learning I was not in control, which is my life lesson that is, um, you know, I don't know how many lifetimes I'll have to be around to uh, to continue to get that one, but I'm, I'm, uh, I'm certainly getting it every day in this one. Yeah, and I, I completely understand that because one of the things that, you know, I was so, you know, touched by in reading, you, you know, the book was this, this level of letting go and pers- uh, persevering at the same time. Yeah. It, and holding on the, and letting go. Yeah. That's the thing. When do you, when do you hold on? When do you let go? You know, right. um, it's, it's, that, I mean, those are the choices that we that we make in life, and that's the um, that's the, the delicate finesse. And I think that when when you um, you know when you when you when you get wisdom and grace and all those things we hope to acquire as we um, as we get older in life, those things become um, more intuitive, and we accept more, and it becomes more evident. I think which of those to choose. But I do believe that when you get to that silent place and you don't know what stage you're on and, um, you know, you can't hear the music, you do have to depend on other people to play your song back to you until you can 
figure out, okay, what is my dance now because I don't know the steps. And I literally, when I laugh about having done Dancing with the Stars because I turned 50 during that period of, of the show. When I was on the show, I turned 50, and my mother and I had the same birthday. And my mom was still alive at that time, and I was I was so terrified during the show because truly I, I cannot dance. <laughs> um, and, and I thought this was going to be, you know, such a moment for me to – you know, show my fearlessness and my independence and my courageousness. And in the end, it was. But at the time, it was just a, a, a nauseous-inducing, terrifying moment. It really was. But on that day of my birthday, we were dancing the mambo. And I was dancing for my mother, and I couldn't have cared less what the scores were. I just really wanted to celebrate. And and it was it was clear to me that, you know, that whole analogy of letting go and the control and all those things that were burdening me, you know? Yeah. And then one of the things that, you know, I, I was also so touched by, I want to talk to you about this when we come back from the break, is, you know, understanding that idea of letting go, but not giving up, you know, that fight to be heard. One of the things I love that you said, because my, my stepmom was from the South, so I have a very interesting uh, background. You say, just because I'm a nice girl from the South doesn't mean that I haven't had to stand up for myself and run the risk of yikes not being liked. We're going to talk about that when we come back, especially in an industry that you were in. Wow, I guess there's a reason that I do Positive Talk Radio. We're going to take a short break, everyone. When we come back, we're going to be talking about what that means to be heard. And how many times in our life does this show up? What is it about take two, about Lisa? What is it about this message that provides such an inspiration for all of us to remember the truth of who we are? We'll be right back with the Dr. Pacho folks. Hi, my name is Dr. Dane here from Access Consciousness. Are you a seeker, a dreamer, one of those people who's always known that there should be greater possibilities available but haven't yet been able to create it as your life? I'd like to help. Go to creatinggreaterpossibilities.com where there's a free video and audio series created especially for you. Once again, creatinggreaterpossibilities.com. It's free and it's designed to give you the actual tools that you need to create the life you've always been looking for. creatinggreaterpossibilities.com. Welcome to Sisters Talk Radio. Awaken the feminine power that glows in your heart. There are just certain heart-to-heart conversations you can only have with your sisters. The conversations you crave when you need to reconnect. Mona and Savitri explore our feminine power as they look at headline topics and what women are talking about. Join us on Sisters Talk Radio, Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific and 5 p.m. Eastern. Only on TransformationTalkRadio.com. How would you like increased health and vitality? How would you like to avoid the onset of disease as well as slow the aging process? This is all possible through a simple, safe, and natural process. Every day we are either moving toward wellness or away from wellness. Hi, I'm Mary Jane Mack. I'd like to be your partner in achieving optimal health. Contact me now at MaryJaneMack.com or call 425-392-0659. Visit MaryJaneMack.com. 
Tune in to The Michelle Bond Show. Awaken to a new reality. Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern. This call-in show with Vedic astrologer, expert, and holistic health practitioner, Michelle Bond, will give you insight to a wide range of topics. This hit show provides healthy, empowering knowledge and information and restores your health and well-being through learning the latest complementary and alternative medicine modalities. Visit themichellebondshow.com. Tune in to the Sandy Brewer Show, getting to the heart of what matters in your life. Thursdays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com and experience the powerful healing voice of Dr. Sandy Brewer, one of Call-In Talk Radio's most dynamic, compelling personalities. Get ready for inspiration and contagious humor and her been-there, done-that, no-nonsense advice to meet today's challenges. Listen and call in at 800-930-2819 for the Sandy Brewer Show. Called the Oprah of Radio by her listeners. Award-winning host Dr. Pat Basili is blowing the doors off of traditional talk radio. Get ready for an energizing delivery and powerful interviews with leaders in the field of human potential. Dr. Pat's fresh new perspective on living life full out has catapulted her show to the top of talk radio. Tune in and Dr. Pat will help you thrive instead of merely survive. Visit the drpatshow.com. That's T-H-E-D-R-Patshow.com for listening times in your area. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile. If you have a question or comment, please call us at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Now back to the program. Here's Dr. Pat Basile. Hi, everyone. Hey, you know, let me just tell all of you, uh, this is an incredible, incredible ch- change for us. This is our first day on the Empowerment Channel. Um, we have Lisa Gibbons joining us here today. The book is Take Two, Your Guide to Creating Happy Endings and New Beginnings. And for those of you out there, if you want to send a comment in, you can go to the drpatshow.com website or transformationtalkradio.com. And on the right-hand side, you can type in your comments. I know many of you are working, and it's difficult to call in, and I will do my best to get your questions on the air. For those of you that want to get a copy of the book, um, thanks to our friends at Hay House. Um, they are providing this book uh, and making this available. It is incredible. Uh, and it is such an honor to have Lisa joining me here today. The other thing is, uh, Lisa, w- w- let's take a moment to give everybody your website and especially information about your charity. Uh, that's really nice. Pat, thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, you can link through and connect to everything in my world at lisagibbons.com. And the work that we do, our nonprofit work, My Real Passion, uh, is Lisa's Care Connection and Lisa's Place. These are um, our, our nonprofit havens, really. This is where we uh, call on family caregivers, you know, the husbands and wives and sons and daughters and friends who care for someone they love who is sick or dying from a, a chronic illness or a disease. And we help them call on their courage and summon their strength uh, and help fill, fill themselves up, mind, body, soul, and spirit, so that they can go the distance on their very difficult but very important journey. So uh, we care for the caregiver. I love it. I love it. It is so important for each of us right now to look at our gifts and what we can do to help others. Before the break, I was, I was chatting with you uh, during the break as well about 
this idea, this fight to be heard. And I was sharing you a little bit about what happened in Seattle yesterday. Uh, surprised the world. Uh, but at some level, not a surprise in so many ways. Because, um, this idea of, of wanting to be heard seems to be a theme right now. And I would love for you to share your experience, what that fight was like for you. And why that became so important for you to talk about many times, actually, in this book. You know, I think it's, it's like oxygen for us. And if, and for anyone listening, if there are people in your life who make it uncomfortable for you, impossible for you, squeamish, squirmish, difficult, uh, you feel like you can't raise your hand, you know, that's a big red flag that those relationships are potentially dangerous um, or, or toxic, that uh, you really do need to, to, to look at that first up. But, you know, I, I think that, it, that, that, that for people who can't express our ideas, I don't think we care so much whether people agree with us. I think we just need to be heard. And, you know, for, for many years of doing what you do, Pat, of, you know, interviewing people and talking with people, um, it's just... I think we implode if we don't get to. I mean, look at your, look at the riots that you had. You, you just implode if you don't get to stand your ground and state your mind. You know, this is the, this is the essence of, um, of who we are. You know, you've got to stand for something. And if you, if you don't, you have this kind of passionless, rudderless life. So I think we, you know, I think that we, we create kind of the benchmarks for our life and the, we got. We have to go on the record. So for me, um, e- even when I was a, a, a young girl, I mean, obviously, I, I keep talking about my my steel magnolia southern mom, who, you know, I think had dreams much bigger than her small town of Somerton, South Carolina. And when I was growing up in that environment, um, you know, I, I had I never played with dolls very much, but I had these Barbies that were really my window uh-huh. to the world. And the first way that I started expressing myself um, was through my Barbies, and they were reporter Barbies, and I named them Barbara Walters and Jessica Savage. Generationally, <laughs> for anybody who may not know, those were just like the coolest newswomen of their time, and um, and they and you know they just were covering breaking events and you know world news, and they had businesses on the side. I mean, they were happening and in control, and you know when Barbara Walters made headlines for becoming the first woman to make a million dollars for anchoring, co-anchoring the network nightly news and, and made more money than the men, including Walter Cronkite, who was, you know, the man at the time. She made a million. He made $400,000. This was crazy money. Um, I went to school and said, that's amazing. I'm going to do that. I'm going to work in television news. I'm going to make a million dollars like Barbara Walters. And my friends all laughed at me and, you know, said, that's ridiculous. You are, who do you think you are? That is ridiculous. You are never going to leave Irmo, South Carolina, and you're never going to do that. <laughs> and, um, you know, and so that, and then I, I the, the, my first instinct was to get very quiet and put that way, way, way back in the dark. And my mother said, honey, no, 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 no. <laughs> that you, you keep talking about it. You keep speaking up. You keep saying it out loud, out loud, out loud. And I realized that business of what we say out loud. And, um, you know, and, it, and whether it's your dream, whether it's your conviction, whether it's your point of view or your opinion, um, 
you know, you, you aren't proud of yourself if you don't go on the record. So fast forward to my life. Imagine how cool it is. I, I get chill bumps even saying this, you know, that that kid actually goes from grits in Irmo, South Carolina, to the glitz of Hollywood, <laughs> and I step into a life, create a life, earn, because I think that's important, earn a life where I, lo and behold, you know, I meet Barbara Walters and my hero, Dick Clark, and I work with Dick Clark, and I get a star on the Walk of Fame, and oh my gosh, Dick Clark is there speaking at that ceremony. It's amazing, 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 amazing. So I'm working at Paramount Studios, living the life of my dreams, working for Entertainment Tonight, hosting my own talk show, and um, and I got involved in, I was sued by my studio. Right, I read now, that. So this, Pat, was that moment where you say, <laughs> oh my gosh, now this was my family in every right. sense of the word. Right. You know, I had my name on the door. I had two kids at the time in, in car seats, toddler kids. I had a nursery at the studio. I had my little convertible Porsche that I drove through the fabled gates at Paramount. I'm thinking <laughs> life never will get better. This was amazing life. <laughs> Truly, I thought it was, this was the, the just pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. I was so grateful. I just, I loved every day. Still do, by the way. Loved every day. And I had done, um, an infomercial, which at this time, there were no infomercials on the air. This was a new thing. I'd done an infomercial with Tony Robbins, because I love Tony Robbins, and I had right. interviewed Tony Robbins in this infomercial. Paramount said, that's a breach of your contract, because that's an entertainment show. And I said, no, it's a commercial, which was not a breach of my contract. We went to court. I learned so many things. First of all, um, this is business. It doesn't mean they don't like you. It's yes. business. It's business, Lisa. I learned, you think you're right. This is what you believe in. This is your integrity. Stand up for yourself. Show up for your life. Yes, it will be hard. Yes, they're going to say things about you that will sting. Show up. So I do my show in the morning. In the afternoon, I go to court. There would be, you know, a dozen and a half attorneys on their side, me and my one attorney on my side, and I would just do it. And I realized that, you know, I knew in the beginning that they were paramount and I was me, and I recognized that I would run out of money, I would run out of time, all of those things. But it was so important to go through the motions for me because this was my word, this was my intention, this was my integrity. And we ended up resolving it in a lovely way where everybody won. Um, it just was the best outcome possible. But But what I learned was we... You know, I kept doing my job. I was stronger than I thought I was. Um, you know, and I learned that the attorney couldn't protect me from what my biggest fear was, was that my family, this was my family, and my right. big fear was they won't love me. Mom and dad, mom and dad, these are the people that write my paycheck. And what's happening now? Are they, what, are they, are they just going to throw me out into the street? Right. And it was such a validating thing that, oh, my gosh, we hugged each other. We kept working for years and years together after that. And um, my world felt so strong after that moment. I stood up for myself. I spoke up. And I've done it so many times. But I know there are people listening that have, you know, there, there, there are many small stories and much bigger stories than that of, you know, when your child is sick, when, 
you're you're faced with you know divorce and someone says horrible things and you're there are many moments that are much more traumatic and 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 tinier ones too but the, the message is the same that if you if you if you back down i think you lose respect for yourself when we do that we disappear from our lives and suddenly nothing's going to fit I love what you're talking about. And, you know, I was so struck by it in the book, uh, you know, and, and, and that was a great example you gave. And one of the things that, that I came to in, in kind of a, a, you know, not the same experience, but an event that's similar was <clears throat> what I said to myself, if I didn't stand up and protect this woman that was one month away from a full pension, even if it meant my job, which it did after 25 years, I was six months away from a pension. And, you know, I started working really young for the phone company. What I came to in a moment was my soul felt like it was crying. Mm-hmm. And that's what I got from you. Um, it was, it's almost like you could not stand up in that moment. But you did it with such integrity. And I think that's what I think you're saying to our listeners today. We can stand up for ourselves and stand true to our conviction so that we don't implode. And you can be firm and strong, and you don't have to be a diva, jerk, you know. You don't have to be a witch. You don't have to be (laughs) any of those things. Um, It's interesting, too, you know, for, for women who feel that you're always the one who's asked to do things because you're dependable. You're the go-to person. And you, you, you make it happen. Well, after a while, when you say yes to so many things, you feel like you're saying no to yourself because somebody else's emergency is stealing your time. So yes to them means no to you and the things that you value. So what I want people who are like that to, to think about, because this really, really helped me because I was that girl, um, is to think about yes as standing for your empowerment system. And this has to do with standing up for yourself. Um, if, if it, if it, think about the things you say yes to. If it makes you feel like a doormat, if it makes you feel you're being taken advantage of, if it makes you feel like somebody is bulldozing over you and, um, and you're not being, you know, honored, then that's not empowering. So that doesn't fit into your empowerment system. So say no to the things that usurp your power, your your empowerment. And when you start doing that and you start standing up for yourself and create a, a better boundary around you, you're going to get pushback in the beginning because you're redefining who you are and the world is going to be saying, wait, what happened to Lisa? She's supposed to be our go-to <laughs> girl. But in a little bit, they'll start treating you better because you started treating you better. And it's amazing how quickly it happens. Like two or three days, boom. Right. It's contagious almost, right? You know, it's, it's this kind of, and, and let's talk about energy for a minute because, uh, you know, if I would have said energy, which I did, you know, eight, ten years ago, most people that listen to the show, they'd be scratching their head, right? They'd be like, what is she talking about? But there is an energy and you and I can talk about, you know, this kind of force field in our lives. And, you know, I'm, 
one of the things I just want to tell everybody, you know, the book that Lisa has written, Take Two, uh, Your Guide to Creating Happy Endings and New Beginnings, there are so many stories in here, but there are so many rituals in here. This is This is part of, I think, one of the things that you and I have learned along the way, that there are things that will happen when we go inside, when we take certain steps. And I wanted to ask you a question about all of the different people that you've met along the way. You know, how how have you been changed by some of these people? Now, some of them have written some beautiful things about the book, but how have you been changed by them? Well, a lot of them are women, most of them. I'm I'm deeply inspired by the sisterhood um, of of pace setters who have come before me and beside me and um, have have just accomplished incredible things in their own in their own lives for themselves for others. Um, and I look at people like one of, one of my sheroes is Maria Shriver, and I I admire so many things about her you know she comes from a family path that you know was destined there there you know if there's if there's anybody that's on a uh, you know kind of a under a an, a force field of change it's that family yeah and she used to talk about i think i wrote about this in the book she used to talk about you know how they would sit around the dinner table and you know in our family you know my dad was in education and you know he always valued you know, what we were learning in school, and we would talk about current events, or we would talk about, you know, what's today's vocabulary word. Oh, no, at her family, they would be asked, what did you do today to change the world? And Mm. it was not flip. It was not a flip question. So Maria really grew up with this expectation, and, man, did they all step up and deliver. And um, and that's a real burning fire. And, uh, you know, they've all done it, and she is in the middle of doing it. But what I really admire most is her ability to face change. And she, you know, whether it was looking at her fear of intimacy with the death of her mother and being very vocal about facing that and breaking a pattern within her family and parenting her daughters differently, I thought that was so open and loving and authentic and generous to talk about mm. and she's done that with so many things so I look at I look at Maria and I'm so inspired by her and Olivia Newton-John is another one who yeah. has given herself permission to be happy isn't that so simply perfect yeah I love it yeah you're absolutely right I mean <clears throat> I had the uh, privilege of, of interviewing her as well I would I have to tell you I was scared to death you know, I'm a kid that stuttered. So even talking with you right now, it is like, I feel like this is like some miracle. I've got some angel over my head saying, all right, girl, don't stutter here. Oh, um, <laughs> I love that. But you're right. It is fascinating to see these beautiful shining lights. And you're one of them, Lisa. You are one of the folks that is coming to us now with this book at the perfect time for it. You know, this feels for me, when I read the book and I talked about this on the show, and I'm going to talk about this on the, I do three hours of radio today, and I'm going to talk about it later. You know, one of the things that I was struck by is how beautifully you not only honor yourself 
and the people close to you, but you honor all of us that read the book. And I wanted to ask you about this journey in writing the book. And, you know, what was it about you and what was going on inside of you that had you pick up the pen or the computer and sit down and share your life with people? Well, my process, Pat, surprised me because, <laughs> um, you know, I, I, I tend to be, um, I've got two ways of being in the world. One is laser focused and the other is, um, scattered, completely <laughs> scattered. And, um, I found that, you know, for anybody out there that, that is, is on their iPhone all the time, you know, that little quick voice feature, when I would drop my son off at the bus stop, and this was last year when I was writing the book, I would drop him at the bus stop, I would go for a walk, and I would just take whatever was in my head and record it in the quick voice feature. I wouldn't think about it. I would say, okay, go. And I would just start, you know, da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. And they would all become little, you know, four minutes, 30 seconds, five minutes, 10 seconds, little little separate files. Whenever I was driving and I would have a thought, oh, I should talk about this. And I and I literally would would come back. Maybe I would let that go for a few days. And then I would come back and I would just type those in verbatim, not edit them, verbatim. And those are the strings that became the book. <laughs> Isn't that, I mean, they were literally like that. Sometimes I would, I would write, you know, from just sitting at my computer and write. But most of the time, it, it came from being in my car, being on my walks. And then I would transcribe my notes that were in my quick voice. And they're all still in my quick voice. I suppose I can delete it now because I don't think I have to worry about losing it now. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, now that's the ultimate lesson in letting go, isn't it? To go you know what, Pat, that's funny. I <laughs> guess I can let it go now. <laughs> okay, I'm going to give you a ritual for today. That's your letting go ritual, Lisa. You're going to have to, and you know, trust me, I understand with that. You know, people that do what you and I do and are out in the world and we take notes and we do so many things like that, we will hold on to some of that data forever. Ever. That's really funny. Oh, gosh. We're going to take a short break. And as a matter of fact, we're going to follow up with Lisa Delarodi or see if she actually did delete those. When we come back, we're going to talk about something that's so important. For those of you listening to the the show, I want to make sure you have information about how to get the book. We're going to talk about a couple of really, I think, surprising things. Those of you out there that have heard from your coaches, that have heard from your bosses, Honey, you got to get a balanced life. We have got a shocking story for you when we come back. Let's take a short break, folks. You're listening to the Dr. Pat Show. Lisa Gibbons joining me here today. Take two is the book. Love the book. Uh, when we come back, we'll talk about, yeah, can you really get a balanced life? And then we're going to talk a little bit about what some of the actions are you could take today. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the show. Are you frustrated by what's happening for you around sex and relationships? Do you long for something different without knowing how to create it? Susan Lazar Hart of Right Relationship for You provides a fresh point of view and practical tools in a light, fun, funny, irreverent, and ultimately life-changing way. Get ready for a new possibility. Visit us at rightrelationshipforyou.com. That's rightrelationshipforyou.com. 
Tune in each Tuesday at 12 Pacific, 3 Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com for Quantum Techniques Talk Radio. Bring healing to chaos. This hit show will empower you to take charge of your own healing and take back your life. You'll be reminded of your innate connection to the divine through the teachings of world-renowned healing practitioners who'll provide the tools necessary to discover how to heal yourself and others. Did you know you can even prevent disease? Absolutely. Get ready to invoke the miracle of self-healing physical or non-physical causes of stress, pain, and illness. Discover toxins, pathogens, structural issues, trauma, emotions, relationships, generational issues, spiritual problems, and wrong beliefs blocking you from living a phenomenal life. Break free from the chaos and take charge of your own healing. Visit QuantumTechniques.com for more information. Did anyone teach you to be a parent? What if there were tools that could make your job a whole lot easier? Glenna Rice invites you to be the questionable parent you truly be in a dynamic teleseries designed to empower parents to know that they know and give you the awareness required to create ease and joy between you and your children. Check out GlennaRice.com to learn more and to book a private session. Or dial 415-235-2807. Ladies, are you living an inspired life? Do you yearn for a more passionate, dream-filled life? Here's Linda Joy, founder of Aspire Magazine, and she has a gift for you. Aspire has launched its Mission to Inspire initiative with a commitment to give away 100,000 one-year digital subscriptions to women around the globe. Every subscription comes with a multitude of free gifts from our team inspiration partners. To claim it all, go to AspireMag.net today. No purchase necessary and live an inspired life. Laura Longley is on a mission to remove stuckness from your life for good and replace it with happiness. Tune in Mondays at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern, and Tuesdays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com for The Laura Longley Show, where authentic change takes flight. Say yes to that inspired you and goodbye to your stuckness as Laura and her guests deliver powerful ways to work through common problems in this fun and unique hit show. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile. If you have a question or comment, please call us at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Now back to the program. Here's Dr. Pat Basile. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the show. And I do have a couple questions that um, I'll make sure I get uh, on air for all of you that are listening to the show today. Um, you know, Lisa Gibbons is joining me here today. Lisa, one of the things that, um, uh, you know, I've said that folks can get a copy of this book. I, I just want to say to the audience listening to the show, I'm really only touching upon two or three or maybe even four parts of what I believe is just an incredible book. It is such a beautiful blend of storytelling and um, what I like to call, you know, streetwise, smart, esoteric coaching. It is beautiful. And it is, and you know, and shocking. Okay, here's where I'm shocked. This is, I'm shocked. <laughs> but I'm not, because I love that you did this, because you and I share so many things in common. Let's talk about this balance thing. How everybody on the planet, almost every coach I've ever had, has tried to get me to balance my life. And you know, I don't know about you, but how's that working for us? 
balance is bogus. <laughs> it does not exist, in my opinion. I think it destroys our self-esteem. I think it sets us up for failure. I mean, I don't see how this has ever worked for anybody because there's no middle of the seesaw. You know, I, I don't think anymore about balancing my time. I think about investing my time, and I think about navigating and not balancing because it's a, it's a river of change, right? And yeah. there's no balancing that. It's fluid. It's fluid. So, you know, at some days you're going to be way out of whack in work time. In some days you're going to be heavily invested in mommy time or personal time, healing your soul time physical time, whatever it is, but you're going to, if you're investing, those dividends come back to you. You're, you're a mom. You're taking a second job. You're going to night school. That's way out of balance, but that comes back to you. So it's a great way to navigate. It's the perfect investment of your time, even though it's not balanced. I just feel like every time you put your head on the pillow at night, you're going to go, oh, another day. I failed. Epic fail. I'm not living a balanced life. And I just think that the goal, the expectation is so unrealistic that we're chasing this vapor. Yeah. And here's here's also the kicker that I discovered. I would beat the heck out of myself because I couldn't do it. You can't and, do it. Yeah. And honestly, I didn't want to do it. You know, people look at you and they say, oh, my God, you know, whoa, you're crazy, 14 hours on radio. So they have a point of view, right, just like with you. But we are doing what we love. So it doesn't seem out of balance for us. I just I'm, don't think you need to oh, apologize for, right. you know, what is, what is nourishing to you. What's, you're in, if you're, you're navigating, you're navigating your river, that's just it. So if you're in the life raft of your river, you know, you don't have to explain that to someone who's underwater with no water wings. That's them. <laughs> that's, that's them. You know, this whole thing is like my book I call Life Support. You know, that's what it is, just support for your life. And, and you know, maybe it's a tune-up, maybe it's a tweak, maybe it's a transformation. But I called it Take Two because just like in our business, you know, if it's, um, you know, a director who just wants another chance to get it right, you know, it's not a, it does, this does not have to be a, be a big upheaval or a big project. You know, I don't want people to think of some onerous thing. The last thing I need is another big self-help project. It doesn't have to feel like that. You know, this can be, you know, whether you got fired or fat or depressed or, you know, divorced um, or all of those things. You just got stuck. You know, this is just another chance to kind of reset, hit the reset button on your life. Just call for a redo. Start over. You can. I love this because this is, I'm so glad you brought this up because this is one of the things we don't get to talk about so often. Um, we don't really give our, ourselves permission to redo. You know, we think that we have to be so perfect about the story of our lives and you know through that perfection we miss some of the precious moments those moments where in the eyes of the world lisa we didn't look perfect in that moment but i wanted to ask you this question because you know for those of you out there you know there's so much in this book and the quotes are brilliant one of the things is a michelangelo quote where you say i'm still learning I'm still and learning uh, and, and yeah what is it 
that you've learned from both from 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 here the good the bad and the ugly that has showed up in your life well one thing that i think we are we're we're strong because of our knowing our limitations you know yeah I mean, we, we, certain, certain people, certain women in certain generations, if you know, we know who we are. We kind of, you know, grew up thinking that we were invincible and that we were so strong because we were so independent. And, um, you know, and I think that we lost out on the whole message of, wait a minute, what would happen if for a little bit we learned to stop achieving and start receiving? Mm. What would, what what about the beauty of receiving and asking for help and and being able to open up and and experience the beauty of accepting that and how gracious and gorgeous that is and that aren't we you know is aren't we really at our best sometimes when we are, isn't the true strength in knowing our limits and and I learned that we're we're all perfectly imperfect and. Um, we should just settle down and, and understand that, you know, and 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 that sometimes we need to break up with ourselves, Pat. I think yes. that women fall in love with a former version of who we were. Yeah. You know, oh gosh, if I could just I was so thin then. I was gosh, I had a big job and I made so much I just made more money and I was married or or back when I wasn't married or you know, whatever it is, it always looks so good. I was just in love with her. Break up. You're not that person, and as long as you're hung up on her, like some some boyfriend you're fantasizing about, break up with her so you can become the woman you need to be now. So that's what this take is about. You know, this is uh, this is who you are right now. You are never going to be as young as you are at this moment. So become the woman you need to be to get you on to the next 30, 40, 50, whatever, how many years it is ahead of you. Create her. She's going to be phenomenal. But you've got a lot of recreating or building or growing. Stack up whatever blocks you need to create her and let go. Take off that wrist corsage and leave the stage, honey. <laughs> the dance is over. Find some new music. Well, yeah, and this is so, so very important for, for everyone listening to the show today because we get stuck in, and this is really kind of funny. You mentioned that about music. You know, um, I got a new iPod and because my old one was so old, they don't even make them anymore. So <laughs> it was like ancient. It was, and I was so sad about letting go of that old iPod, right? Um, and I replaced it, of course. But one of the things that happened is I didn't understand the mechanics of how to get rid of an iPod and get a new one. And I didn't back any of my music up. And I remember having, a, a, a I say a moment, but actually it was like a week where I was so sad that I lost my music. And I was struck by the fact that that perhaps is a metaphor. And what I realized wow. is what you just said. There's something you said so important. You know what? We can make more music we can get more music and i want to ask you in the in the symphony of your life what is this what is this beautiful next chapter going to be about is it going to be a cello uh solo or is it going to be a full-blown symphony for the world oh i love that question pat you rock. Oh my gosh. 
the interviewer in me is just going, that is really good. <laughs> wow. And you know what? I, I, I think that there are definitely, if I'm the, um, if we're all the kind of conductors of our bands, which we are, you know, there are sections of my orchestra that have been dormant, really dormant. Like, I don't think I've ever brought the drum section in. And I, and it's definitely time, you know, like, truly, like, where are the trumpets in my life? It's time to bring on trumpets. That, because trumpets are like a grand entrance. And I think I am deserving of trumpets now. It's heralding something. Let's herald. I'm ready for that. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's all really good. And maybe, you know, a little funky groove along the way too. <laughs> There's no question about it. You know, it is really interesting and beautiful when we come to the realization that we don't have to play to the same drum. That we maybe, as you just said, I can't wait to check in with you in a little bit to see how you're beating that drum. I actually have a bear, you know, I've created bearskin drum behind me. And it's fascinating how, how few times I pick it up and actually, and actually pl- come up with a beat to it. I wanted to just thank you, first of all, for joining me here today um, and for bringing so many beautiful, beautiful waves of music to all of us in this book, really asking us to step forth in the question. And I wanted to ask you this one last question. What would you like to leave us with now? What is your personal message for all of our listeners today? Don't pass up your happy ending. You know, I think that we give up on ourselves so quickly. You know, we just feel like let's throw in the towel just when the fight gets good. You know, but if you're waiting for permission to be happy, that just means you're never going to get there. If you want to be excited about where you are in your life today, push past your normal, give your courage a chance to grow. And you can do this. You really can. You can gain respect for yourself. And once you take the tiniest of steps, it's addictive. You are never going to settle again. So get started on your take two. I love it. Lisa, thank you for joining me here today. Would you one more time let folks know how they can get a copy of the book, how they can find out more about you and about your charity? Thank you. LisaGibbons.com. Uh, you can get the book there. You can get it everywhere. It's at Amazon and Books a Million, and you can get it for your Kindle. The audio version comes out, too, um, in a couple of weeks, so that's really exciting and good. Uh, and if you are caring for someone and you need support, um, we'd love to help you with that, too, and that's lisasplace.org. But if you just get to the website, everything will click right through lisagibbons.com. Well, thank you so much for joining me. And guess what? You're going to be playing the drums, right? I've decided. Uh, We are a drum circle of goddesses. I'm telling you, we are rocking. What I'm going to do is, believe it or not, I'm going to learn to play the electric guitar. I got it. I know. And so we'll have to jam together. (laughs) I would love that. You're just so, so wonderful. Thank you. What a gift. Oh, my gosh. Take two is the book, everybody. Elisa Gibbons joining me here today. If you missed any part of this, this is going to play later on tonight. And make sure you check out our website. And please, please, please share the book, read the book, and step forth in this world as the shining light that you are because you will brighten someone else's day as well as your own. We'll see you next time on The Dr. Pat Show.
Thank you for joining us today for the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. The Dr. Pat Show can be heard live every Thursday at 8 a.m. and 8 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Empowerment Channel and Monday through Friday at 11 a.m. on KKNW AM 1150. So join Dr. Pat live or listen 24-7 at www.thedrpatshow.com. you tired of the same old negative vibe hey valerie have you heard about transformationtalkradio.com no what's that dr pat is launching a new network and she- dr pat dr pat how many hours is she going to be on it won't be all dr pat she'll be joined by her friends transformative hosts from around the globe transformationtalkradio.com is a 24 7 network 24 hours of dr pat and her guests no, 24 hours of Dr. Pat and her host. Oh, my gosh. I'm so excited. Where is it going to be broadcast? You're going to be able to hear her in Seattle, Boston, Connecticut, New York, Rhode Island, on over 300 cable radio stations, and on the Internet everywhere. Listen live at TransformationTalkRadio.com. Great. We should spread the word. Absolutely. Spread the word. Go to TransformationTalkRadio.com. I've heard people say that too much of anything is not good for you, baby. But I don't know about that. Love is officially in the air. Transformation Talk Radio and the Dr. Pat Show is showing you love all year long, not just for Valentine's Day. Dr. Pat, known for her pay-it-forward manifesto, is now joined by the hosts on Transformation Talk Radio. I'm in love, baby, with Transformation Talk Radio. Tune in to TransformationTalkRadio.com. Amazing host, incredible guest. Get your groove on. Feel the love, be the love. Can't get enough for your something. Lots of things I can't get used to. Stop. Get out of that car. Stop living your life in the passenger seat. Tune in to TransformationTalkRadio.com and let us help you drive. Transformation Talk Radio. Transformation Talk Radio.com. Transforming the world. 